sounds like a tribe called Quest. <laughs> Fight Dog. You know how I get him. Fight Diggy, he got something to say. Welcome back to Dateline New Haven on WNHHFM. I'm Paul Bass inviting you to look behind the headlines on the stories that make our community tick. Well, I'll tell you what's really made our community tick this year. It's got a, a general name. It's called the Career Exploratory Program. But it really was a new effort by cops and firefighters with the help of the Board of Ed to reach a lot of the young people in their teens, well, between 16 and 21, who really needed help with that start, getting on the road to a real career and a better life and getting opportunities. They took a lot of their time out this summer to try to give first ever summer mentorship program. Cops and firefighters and others training them, getting them scholarships, 15 people assigned to mentors, learning about trades from and careers from public safety, first responders, even real estate construction. They came before they started. And now they came back with a new friend to tell us all about it, Lieutenant Derek Mead, Captain Troy Frost from the uh, Fire Department, Assistant Chief David Zanelli from the Police Department, and Abigail Rivera, a youth outreach worker, correct, from the Board of Ed. Excuse me? A coordinator in charge of youth outreach, which is kind of the big uh, challenge there. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for coming back. I can't wait to hear about how the whole deal went. We're back, Mr. Ball. We're Bass. back. All right, so I think we all start with Derek, correct? How did, how did it go this summer? You ran the program. Did it work out like you hoped so 15 people? Yeah, the exploratory program went terrific. It was uh, insight on how we can move further working together. Mm-hmm. All first responders. We had real estate agents. We had other people from different walks of life come together to help these six children get where they had to go. And it was So you had beautiful. six people in the program? Yes, yeah, so we uh, broke down the $15,000 to six students, gave each of them $2,500 they were awarded for their journey of choice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that turned, took place we, over six weeks, right? Yeah, that was, yeah, it went over six weeks. Um, we had a lot of other people, entities involved. Some wanted to be therapists. Some started off wanting to be cops and ended up being fire depart- firemen. <laughs> Sorry about jab, that. Jab, jab. Still a success story. Still a success story, and that's what we hear about. We're not here to you know, tell them where to go. Wherever they end up, we're here to support them. But we just want them off the streets. Um, uh, you started, so you had six people. You had six weeks. You linked these people up. What were the six professions they had mentors telling them about and did they work as a group as well yes uh they started off on our solo two of them were doing the police department ride-alongs we had mm-hmm. one doing a firefighter uh ride along too as well which is they're actually in the field with us while these uh, active calls are coming in so they can experience firsthand of what they might be getting into soon uh, the others were therapy, and uh, we have to thank the Clifford Beers Clinic and our EAP, Jim Rescati. They stepped mm-hmm. in and really mentored the remainder of the kids, uh, you know, down the path of therapeutic uh, psychology. And now they have got an insight on the people who are at the top of their game within the city to find their direction. And it, the way that they responded and the stories that we heard a- about after 
it was nothing short of a you know eye-opening experience how they respond to us when they're around us which are tell we me are the first story. responders yes. give me an example uh what you want to talk about the angela story so so yeah paul so we had one individual my apologies yeah so we had one individual in the program that must have did more ride-alongs than anybody has ever done <laughs> like over 60. angelo over 60 yeah. over 60. and how old was angela uh i don't know the exact age but he was 17. 17. okay angelo angelo mm-hmm. from fairhaven and uh long story short you know there was there was some successes there where i really thought he was coming to the police side because that is the most ride-alongs <laughs> i have ever seen at the last minute, he basically said, well, you know, that's great. I had a great time. He gave a, a great story about how he always thought officers picked on him and his friends in the neighborhood, but now he saw the perspective of officers. He named a bunch, Ramon El Torres, Zulo, a bunch of officers that work in Fairhaven, which I was really happy to hear about because, you know, as the community gets to know us better, they'll understand how and why we operate the way we do. But at the last minute, I couldn't believe it. He says, oh, you know what? I'm just going to go the firefighter route. I was like, you got to be kidding me, Angelo. <laughs> 60 ride-alongs, it took you to figure that out. But listen, at the end of the day, there's a collaboration here. I, I'm, I'm very grateful that uh, yeah. Captain Frost and Lieutenant Meade invited the police department to be part of this program because now we have a career track for this young man. And what we, does that mean he's on a track now? What happens next? Well, now he knows he's got a lot of the essentials coming down to how he can test to be a firefighter as soon as possible. He has two excellent mentors uh, here that have exposed him to a lot. And this will keep him, you know, out of harm's way. He won't be looking around on the street. Now, Hill House has the program, right, where you can take the courses to start earning credit to become a firefighter or a cop, correct? Yes. Um, and actually, the fire but department. He goes to, I'm he, guessing he goes to Cross because he's from Fairhaven. Um, no, he, he doesn't go to Cross from Fairhaven. That's a different, that's a separate program mm-hmm. that they have so they can obtain an EMT before they join. Uh, he joined our program to actually get in those ranks and figure out which direction he wanted oh, so to go. So what program is he in now? What after, do you mean? If now that he wants to be a firefighter, what does he do next? Oh, so the next step is he's going to take the test. We have a firefighter test coming up real soon. We have somebody actually training him Ooh. in addition to that so he knows what to expect when he gets in front of those cameras and does the mock interview and also what he should he expect on the test. So it's all about preparation mentally, and also we talk to him about physical physical preparation because yeah. you have to be able to do the job. Uh, so we told him about the weights, and you know we gave him the example of what needs to be done. It's called a CPAP test, uh, where yeah. you know you go through an interval of eight stations within eight minutes, and you have to complete that, or you can't you know pass the test to become a first responder. And is he? How can you? start taking the test at uh at 18 18 oh, so he's 18 so he's just turning 18 so it's the perfect timing awesome. he was in the midst of you know a whole lot of other stories and we sat there and we talked with him and uh like me and zanelli agreed whichever side he comes to even though he took 60 rides with them <laughs> he took two rides with us and he went over to the good side <laughs> yeah well, it was a fast <laughs> transition yeah. also also what we did too so he could learn um the physicalities of what we do we had him actually. He came to the firehouse, and we showed him like how you know the how heavy the bags are, how heavy the hose is, how heavy the tools are. We had him open up a hydrant to see how you know some hydrants get stuck and can get difficult, and the importance of keeping yourself um, healthy, fit, going to the gym, and just to touch again on the the the, the police side when we we joke back and forth about it but we've been working well together mm-hmm. um we're out in the community together we 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 big up each other even when we go on calls separately um 
and it, it just works out. And at the end of the day, we want the kids to make their own decision, and we just give them the opportunity to see things uh, with the help of uh, Greater Purpose and Yale and the Board of Ed. We're we just grateful that we all came together, fire and police. And they came together to do the Career Exploratory Program. The inaugural ride was this summer, six weeks. Six young people spent, got some money to train with mentors about what kind of jobs to go into, therapy, policing, uh, firefighting. And we're hearing about that now on Dateline New Haven. So uh, maybe, uh, Captain Frost, Lieutenant Meade, tell me about another student this summer who was in the program and what they learned and what they did. Uh, we had uh, Alondra, and uh, she was trying to figure out if she, where, what direction she wanted to go. And all of them started on the basis of going through Crosspoint, which they thought about the finances and just getting their credit right. That was a vital step because... Did they have classes credit, in credit? Yeah, they had classes in credit, money management, checkbook balancing. That's big. Yeah, and that was big. Uh, and that really got their mind going in the business direction as far as managing their affairs early mm -hmm. so you can have the foundation to succeed later. And tell me about day in that. Did anyone have, an, have a... Um a realization, an aha moment, something they didn't know that's going to help them not get ripped off when they buy a house or not blow their whole salary. Well, you know, the, <laughs> the, the th uh, one third percent of keeping your credit, you know, not zeroing out everything, but keeping your finances at one third too, so your credit score can excel. How to utilize credit in, uh, to your advantage as far as getting credit cards, but not overdoing it, mm -hmm. inquiries, hard hits, ba checkbook balancing. It's just the basic fundamentals of life that I think should be in every school. And yeah. I think uh, moving forward, we want to see this trying to expand because it was a lot of aha moments and a lot of uh, eye opening because sometimes we don't, we kind of neglect what they absorb from us until we put them in that situations. And then we get feedback after where they're saying that really clicked and that really, now I know what I want to do. Thanks to what you guys have done. And, uh, Kudos to everybody that was involved. It was really groundbreaking. And uh, like I said before, uh, we only versus each other on the field, but for the community, we come together. <laughs> Abigail Rivera of the Board of Ed, we're the Youth Outreach Coordinator. How did you get involved in this program and what did you experience in it? Um, so I, I actually spoke with the team from Greater Purpose. Uh, when they were bringing the program together. Um, I had the opportunity to join them in some of their meetings um, when setting up the programming. Mm. Um, I am, we've also been able to uh, share the program in our family resource uh, booklet. So we're happy that we've been able to get this information out and also refer some students. So um, did you refer the six who were in it? No, I did not directly <laughs> refer okay. Yeah, she put out the publication students. to all of the other <laughs> schools, so she has a resource where she can that's what plug I mean. it in. And that's yeah. what they found out. Got yeah, the word out. definitely, yes. Yeah. And how old were the people who were in it? Uh, some of them were just turning 18, A lot, so between 16 and 18. Oh, okay. So These I, are... So you were involved in the planning, Abigail. What happened when the program started or what you've seen since? How has this factored into the work that the important work the Board Ed is doing to try to reach young people who will either fall mm -hmm. out of the system, out of the way, or be pointed in direction to be contributing society and getting stability. Now, as the care coordinator for the Youth Family Community Department, it is um, 
something that we definitely focus on is making these connections with community partners. And these examples that Greater Purpose has shown us today, um, exactly what we would love to see our youth here in New Haven with access to networking and mentoring, increased opportunity. Um, as we can hear, they've given encouragement to our youth that are not only empowering them personally, but increasing their knowledge and their confidence. Um, I look forward to, to seeing some of our youth coming in as civil servants, whether it is through fire, police, or in the Board of Ed. I'm excited to, to see what comes in the future. Excellent. So we heard about Alondra. We heard about, um, about uh, um, Angelo. Tell me about another of the six, someone you met. So, so one of the, the young ladies that was in the program, I didn't know at the time, but she ended up being the daughter of somebody that I used to work with in Fairhaven on the management team. Oh, okay. So it, it's really amazing. And, you know, she didn't want to come to police side again. No, no, no hurt feelings. Well, what did she end up being steered toward? I want to say it was social work. Uh -huh. I want to say it was social work. Um, I, I believe her name was Trinity. Mm -hmm. And she was. Her, she went to Morgan State, right? Morgan State, yeah. Yep. She's starting Morgan State now. Yeah. But, but she was State. able to get some funding for supplies and education for, for a high level education through the program, which was successful. And the mother actually reached out to me. We had a whole conversation about it. Uh, and it's amazing how connected you are with the community. You don't even know it. I didn't know the whole time she was part of the program that this was uh, the woman that I knew from Fairhaven. That they were, that so was tell me about Trinity Summer. What were the six weeks like? So it was on the social work side, unfortunately, not the police side. But <laughs> who she, worked with her? Do we know work with her? L uh, who on the social work side? It was Jim Rascati and Gordon Nelson from Clifford Bills. Jim mm -hmm. Rascati from EAP, our EAP program. Mm -hmm. Two awesome uh, examples of just balance. These individuals. Uh, actually, I used to see Gordon Nelson when I was younger, and you know he is one of the most logical person. And this is where I get a lot of my logic and my business sense from. And just, I absorbed a lot of things throughout my years and, you know, and we had another conversation and he's surprised to see how I've grown mm -hmm. and overcome our adversity so much time. So, uh, it was a, it was a beautiful program. I could give you the six, uh, students names. So we had Angelo Vega, which he's up in the air, but he's coming into fire. Uh, we have Alondra, <laughs> we have yeah. Trinity and Michelle, we have Nayeli, uh, Roberto Perez. We have uh, Saez Jose, and we have Kai Zundel. Mm -hmm. And these six students came from the inner city to explore where they want to go in life. And Tell uh, me about a moment this summer that surprised one of you. Something that happened, you said, from doing the work, from being out in the community of young people, trying to make a difference, getting them on a straight path, connecting them to the community. Something that happened this summer that you said, oh, I didn't know this was going to be quite like that. I just learned something. Well, David talked about the way we're all so connected, it turned out. This one young woman's mother was someone he had worked with in Fairhaven on the management team. Anything else, like something they surprised you about, what they're doing with money management, how they're spending the time, what they were interested in when they saw that you saw your own profession in a new way? Yeah. Well, you know? <clears throat> just, just the fact that, again, like uh, Chief Zanelli said, that just how New Haven is so close-knit, mm -hmm. and when you're talking to the kids, uh, like Angelo, one of his fam family members was a cousin to one of my family members and I would have never knew known that if if it, this program didn't happen and it just let us know that you know again New Haven is a, a small town somebody knows somebody that knows somebody and when you put back into the town it enriches the town itself and just to see these kids like they're kids but then you could see them looking towards their future mm -hmm. and it just for me it was a touching moment to see them like 
trying to figure out who they're going to be or where they want to go and what they want to put back into the community. So it was just a beautiful thing. Doing a good job in their own lives so they can have a model. You know, we're hearing so much talk these days about the crisis facing young people. They feel disconnected. They're not showing up to school. They're spending time with social media, freaking out, mental health crises. Did you get any new insight? Increased, very increased rates of homelessness right now as well. So anything that came out of this summer that affected your thinking on how we should tackle that as a society? So uh, the connections that we started to build and the reach that this program has blessed us with, people, I started to get feedback from different aldermans and they want to take this to a state level. So there's Mm -hmm. talks of that happening and getting more people and actually building more of the mechanics within this. We took the time out to try to get it off the ground amongst ourselves, but with this program being organized and funding from which I'm hearing that we can amplify this and, you know. Okay, so let's talk about that. Are you now in the process of planning for summer two? Are you applying for funding? Are you broadening the program geographically? Are you looking to have more kids next year? Yes, right now. So the plan, um, we're gathering the resources or what people are saying. So like I said, the alderman, he wants to bring it to the state level. And Catherine Vera, uh, which is our program director, she's applying for the grants for bigger so we can scale up the program Mm -hmm. and we can start to tackle some of these issues that's out here. Uh, So you want to scale up for next year? Definitely. We definitely want to scale up for next year. So how can people help? Uh, If you would like to help. Uh, we have greaterpurpose.info. I, you guys could go there or send us an email. We need, we're looking for teachers. We're looking for the next set of mentors to come inside the program to help us organize it and stru- structure it even more thoroughly, if that's a word. <laughs> so we can actually meet with the, mentors. Yeah, we're looking for new mentors. We're looking for anybody that would like to help. We're looking for people that would like to see this program scale up that has an issue with what's going on, but doesn't necessarily know how to attack uh, to uh, So we can talk the about the crisis facing our young people, or we can work together as a community yes. across boundaries to do something about it and show that now, we care. Also, also what we're doing, too, just to, just to mention like what we're doing now, even with the PD and the Board of Ed, um, we have events coming up because, again, we see these children and the needs so we have like the football game, you know, children that can't afford uh, football equipment for to play Pop Warner. The mm-hmm. funds are going to go to that. Um, mm-hmm. The Halloween, we, we get together to get the candies and get funding to, so kids can come out and get candy. Thanksgiving, we're, we're setting up that with the Thanksgiving and for Christmas. So we're doing all that now. And just being around the children in the community, we see the needs and we're just trying to meet them. And who's we? The uh, organization that hosted this pro- program or? Well, it's, 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 you know, we work with the Board of Ed, the Fire Department. All three uh, departments. Yeah, mm-hmm. Board of Ed, Fire, Police, the League, Elm the League, Elm City, the League. Mm-hmm. Did I say the League? Oh, I did. All right. You <laughs> <We> did now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Derek Mead. Troy Frost, David Zanelli, <laughs> Abigail Rivera. Thanks oh. for making it. To- oh, one more thing. Oh, yes. So uh, Abigail has brought out some awards. I do oh, okay. have some awards today. Um, first of all, Captain Frost. Oh. I have an award for you. Oh, boy. You, you slipped this one up on me, huh? Well deserved. Well deserved. Appreciate it. 
in appreciation of your dedicated service, devotion, and commitment to the Greater Purpose Career Exploratory Pro- Program, I award you with this plaque today. Thank you. Thank you, Captain. See Fox. that? That's for the New Haven Fire Department. Is one. that and the only you one you got? You got some others. Yes, yeah, you got some other ones. You can give them the. Assistant Chief Zanelli. Oh, oh that's nice. In appreciation of your dedicated service, devotion, and commitment to the Greater Purpose Career Exploratory Program. Thank you so much. And I got this hunch there might be. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Wait, 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 wait. Now uh, Zanelli. Wait, wait, there's more. Zanelli, he's getting another award coming up soon. Abigail, you got another? Give it both of us. No. All right, this will go to both of you gentlemen, Lieutenant Meade and Captain Frost. This award is presented to Elm City, the league, in appreciation for the dedicated service and commitment to greater purpose. All Exploratory right. program. Exploratory program. There we go. Chiefs of Nelly's a part of the league, too. One, I want to say a great shout-out to Miss Catherine Vera. She's Cat. recovering yeah. off of surgery. Cat. She was our least. program director. Go ahead, All Cat. right. Last but not least. Uh, a, a lovely award presented for the program director, Catherine Vera. All right. Thank you, Kat, for all your Day, Kat. Thank, Thank you, Kat. So I'll greater this purpose. For you. Greater purpose. We got a greater purpose in New Haven. We're not going to say it can't be done, right? We're going to work together and make a difference. That's Here right. it is. Making it happen. Step by step, bit uh, by bit. All right. Brick Abigail brick. Rivera, Derek Mead, Troy Frost, David Zanelli. Thank you for first. joining us. Thank you. Always. Dateline uh, Thanks Always. to Harry Droz on the controls. We're going to take it out with the Afro Semitic Experience performing I Wish I Knew How It Feel to Be Free from the group CD A Plea for Peace. This is Paul Bass inviting you to fly free with us all day, all night, and all weekend long at WNHH New Haven's home for community radio. <laughs>